Hello and welcome to the Ice Guy. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, Wednesday, November 29th. Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, ready to break down the Wednesday card, a small Wednesday card, as usually is the case. Uh, three games tonight, including a TNT television matchup with the Detroit Red Wings and the New York Rangers. Uh, we want to thank everyone for making the BetCast so enjoyable last night. Once yes. again, a fantastic, uh, fun BetCast. Um, and I, nice to at least end the night with that draw with Vegas. Uh, and Edmonton. That was really nice to hit that late in the night. Uh, had some winners, had some losers, ups and downs for really the whole night, pregame bets and live bets, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, and as always, we appreciate those that not only uh, tuned in uh, on YouTube, were in the chat, but especially those that joined us on the stream uh, last night. Uh, and we thank you uh, for making the BetCast what it is. And that's a fun experience uh, each and every time. Uh, lots of games, obviously, uh, last night, Alex, but uh, a great time. Another exciting, fun, and uh, enjoyable BetCast last night. Yeah, absolutely. Had a wonderful time. It was a solid turnout. Like I said, you know, bets were uh, you know up and down for the night. You know, like I said, every BetCast isn't going to be just a slam dunk where we have winners throughout the evening. But it was uh, solid, some, some nice hits. Got uh, the New Jersey Devils. They came back and won. Uh, grabbed that at plus 285. So that was my biggest hit of the night. Like you said, you got the draw uh, in Vegas Oilers at the end of the night. So it, it was a really fun time. Shout out to everybody who came through. Shout out to Cake. Uh, it's unfortunately, I was hammering this thing like crazy. Got a little bit of a crack in it, but uh, reach out to them. But shout out to Cake for uh, hooking us up with the glory rig and some cool things as well. So it made the night that much more enjoyable. And uh, can't wait for the next podcast. Yeah, no doubt. And Rico, Landon in the chat, we see you now. Icex, uh, three of you definitely were part of the BetCast on the stream last night. Tim York, Goose as well. Uh, we appreciate it uh, very much. Uh, and uh, by the way, special shout out too to Rocco Rogers in our chat, who is uh, apparently yeah, in the hospital well right now. So get well soon. Hope you feel better. And we're glad you're showing the dedication, man. Listening on, in the hospital to the show, that's uh that's awesome, uh, but get well soon. We hope you do. Just quickly on last night's games, because we did talk about them a lot during the BetCast. Uh, Florida, Toronto thinks they lose the game in a shootout, and then they win the game in a shootout, as it was reviewed the uh, potential game-winning goal in the shootout from Evan Rodriguez that he hit the puck twice with a stick. It gave Toronto a new life, and Toronto ended up winning the shootout 2-1 to one against Florida. Great comeback, as Alex mentioned, by New Jersey uh, to beat the Islanders 5-4. Uh, as they rallied from a 4-2 deficit with three unanswered goals in the uh, third period and uh, more issues with the Islanders uh, holding leads. That's been a problem for them uh, all season, and it was again last night. Carolina, very efficient road win, 4-1 in Philly. Uh, the predictable uh, first game with the new head coach works out well for the uh, Minnesota Wild as they beat the St. Louis Blues 3-1, to um, you know, Pretty solid defensive effort, really, and uh, they pretty much clamped down after the first period. And even Matt Boldy gets one of the goals, and he is someone that needs to step up for Minnesota in the wake of the firing of uh, Dean Evason if this team is going to get on a run. Nashville blows a 2-0 lead, but they win in overtime 3-2 over the Pittsburgh Penguins. Dallas, Jake Ottinger with a big bounce-back performance. His last start was that ugly uh, showing against Calgary where they uh, let up seven goals and uh, couldn't hold a lead of their own, but a great 
road win for Dallas against a very good Winnipeg team, 2-0 last night. Chicago, what a job by them, 4-3 over uh, Seattle uh, last night. Nice home win for the Hawks. 3-1 Arizona, disappointing to see uh, the over uh, fall short there. Credit to Connor Ingram, playing well, solid defensive effort, not enough finish from Tampa Bay. Uh, Steven Stamkos misses a wide-open net on one of his chances, pretty much summed up the night for Tampa Bay, unable to finish any of their chances, really. Uh, Edmonton, um, not making it easy on their fans, putting them through the emotional mental uh, ringer, if you will, but uh, blowing a 4-2 lead, letting Vegas tie it. It was nice to cash the live draw on that game at plus 400, but Edmonton rescues themselves. Uh, in overtime or in a shootout rather uh, and gets the uh, 5-4 win uh, over the Golden Knights. It's now three straight wins for Chris Knobloch and the Edmonton Oilers. Signs of life, signs of maybe them putting a streak together. And like I said, after they beat Washington to get this win streak started, they've got to reel off four, five, six, seven in a row or nine of 10, 10 of 12, something like that. If they're really going to make it feel like they're back, getting back into the mix. Uh, so they can't rest on this three game win streak. Nice start. But you got to keep building. Uh, if you're the Edmonton Oilers and Vancouver, three-one win against Anaheim. They kind of had a sleepy second period, but pretty much the better team in the first and the last uh, frame of that game. So they get the three-one win against Anaheim, whose struggles continue. Uh, Alex, uh, any final thoughts on uh, all the action from last night? Yeah, well, like I said, a big win for the Minnesota Wild, which was unfortunate for me. I loved St. Louis in that spot, and like I said, you know, just ran into a bus. So I, I you know, made that bet early, trying to get the best of the numbers. Thought that number was was absurd, uh, and then of course you know the Wild make the call to fire Dean Everson. They bring in John Hines, and that spark, uh, and that spark is not exactly the whole tale of the story either. St. Louis did not play uh, nearly as well as they've been playing in their last few games. Uh, so that combination of the two is what kind of led to that loss. But that was an unfortunate best bet winner, one of my bigger plays on the year. Uh, falls like I said, New Jersey coming back, uh, we're able to grab that plus two eighty five live. Uh, that was a solid win for them. You know, the Islanders continuing to have these high-scoring games and, uh, and continuing to lose in these high-scoring games. So that's something we'll look to ride on as well. Chicago with a nice win, 4-3 over uh, Seattle. That's a good win for them. Like I said, you know, with all the, the other circus stuff that's going on around with them, they, you know, just focusing on hockey and, and getting uh, the two points at home, that's a, a nice effort for Luke Richardson's club, most definitely. Uh, Toronto, we talked about how, you know, can't really trust this team. Hard to look at them on a Tuesday night. They get the 2-1 win, but in a shootout. So those of you who cash on the draw, uh, a nice, nice looking, nice play there for sure. Those are the three games that really kind of stuck out. Uh, like I said, oh, Nashville and Pittsburgh, who got that first period over last, thankfully, which uh, kind of helped because we were almost close to sweeping the board, both teams to score in the first period. We got it with Seattle-Chicago. Got it with St. Louis and Minnesota, but we needed it. Uh, it fell a little bit short with that uh, on Pittsburgh National, but we did get the first period over live in the castle. It was nice to, to have those winners in the pocket as well. Uh, no doubt. <laughs> Excuse me. Fun bet cast, though. Uh, it really was, and we appreciate everyone joining us uh, for it. All right, we got three games tonight. Uh, we will begin with Montreal and Columbus here. Uh, the uh, Blue Jackets minus 130, the resurgent Columbus Blue Jackets. Minus 130, home favorite, six and a half the total. They are playing, I think, probably their best hockey of the season right now. They went through their own uh, turmoil, their own losing streak. Uh, Nine-game losing streak is how big it got to for Columbus. But since then, they have uh, turned a corner, uh, playing some better hockey, and putting some good wins on the board. He beat uh, New Jersey and Boston 
in two of your uh, last three games, uh, you're doing something right. So big time credit to the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets for playing some solid hockey. You know, not a team I'm really rushing to bet against right now, but here's the thing. We've seen uh, certainly Columbus play better, win against New Jersey, could have beat Carolina. Let's not forget they were up 2-0 in the third period of that game. They lose 3-2. And then, of course, the 5-2 home win against Boston. So they really are that close to 3-0 in their last three games. But I'm not rushing to lay a price with them now as favorites. You know, it's a different role for them. It's a role they're not accustomed to. Uh, at the same time, Montreal's coming into this game with a, a four and six road record, which isn't great. Uh, they've had their own uh, inconsistencies. They win two in a row against Anaheim and San Jose. Start the road trip. They get blanked by LA four nothing. Although LA is a juggernaut right now, Kings are playing just awesome hockey both ends of the ice. There's no shame in that. Power play has been struggling here for Montreal. Uh, they've gone uh, seven straight or six straight rather without a power play goal. Uh, that's been a bit of an issue for them. Uh, as uh, we've seen that. And then really there's, it's hard to believe they're struggling that much on the power play. When you look at who they can throw out there, Uh, there's definitely a a team that's roster wise capable of a better power play than what we have seen uh, here from the uh, Montreal Canadians, but they definitely have had their issues uh, in that regard. We'll see if they can uh, get that going here tonight because Columbus earlier in the season, that just had a wretched, wretched penalty kill. They've been better lately. We'll see if that can keep going here tonight in this game. Um, you look at the goaltending matchup, it will be Samuel Montembeau for Montreal. Uh, Elvis Merzlikens here uh, in net for the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets in this game. Uh, these two teams just played in Montreal about a month ago, uh, late October. 4-3 win for Montreal uh, in overtime. Uh, three of the last four meetings have gone uh, over the total uh, as well between uh, these two teams. So that's what I'm looking at here primarily uh, is this game over six and a half. I know Alex has been looking at first period, both teams to score. I can make a case for that, certainly in this game uh, as well. I might sprinkle a smaller bet on that with the uh, uh, both teams to score in the first. But primarily, I like over six and a half. I don't even think the draw is a bad option either. Talk about an overtime game in Montreal last month. I expect a pretty competitive matchup here uh, in this game. Uh, Montreal, you look at them recently and the way they've been playing. You know, a lot of their losses have been of the competitive variety. You know, 6-5 to Vegas, 2-1 to Calgary, 4-3 to Anaheim. Uh, They beat San Jose 3-2 in a shootout. You know, they did get shut out 4-0 by L.A., but like I say, the Kings are feeling themselves right now with the way they're playing. We'll get to them in just a moment. So uh, maybe a sprinkle on the draw, a sprinkle on the first period, both teams to score. Primarily, though, I like over 6.5 most of all here, Canadians, Blue Jackets. Uh, Alex, what do you think here, Montreal, Columbus? Yeah, my pregame bet is the draw. I grabbed that. At uh, plus three thirty-five, at bet online. Uh, definitely would look at the over, but I would kind of wait. I think we can grab first period and full game overs at better adjusted prices in game. I don't think we'll get scored too early, so this is a more of a live look for me. But definitely, we'll grab some of the draw for you. All right, liking the draw, looking at some live overs potentially. As far as the prop market goes, you know there is a Russian contingent on this team right now. You know that is really starting to percolate here for the uh, Columbus. Blue Jackets. I mean, Kirill Marchenko has been excellent. I mean, you got to start right there as far as goal props tonight if you're looking at Columbus. He's got three goals in the last four games, four points in those games, really heating up, playing on the top line now for um, the Columbus Blue Jackets. He's that goal-scoring right winger that the Jackets were hoping they'd get with uh, Lion A this year, but lately it's been Marchenko uh, who's been on that line with Jenner and Gaudreau that has really been heating up for them. So 
Yeah, that's an obvious choice there as far as uh, player props. Uh, don't sleep on young Dmitry Voronkov either uh, for the uh, Blue Jackets. Uh, the 23-year-old here has two goals in the last four games. He might be worth a look as well. Uh, you know, Shinikov, too, a goal and an assist in the last game against Boston. So that trio of Russians here, uh, you know, definitely has been getting the job done lately for the uh, Blue Jackets. On the uh, Montreal side of the fence, you know, they have had, you know, a tough run, actually, believe it or not, for Cole Caulfield. Just relatively speaking, you know, he just hasn't been quite lighting it up like we uh, become accustomed to from him, you know, and you look at it, he finally, though, snapped a six-game goalless drought against San Jose, but still, that's the only goal he has scored in his last eight games. So offense has been hard to come by right now for uh, Caulfield, but the one thing he is doing is shooting the puck. So shots on goal-wise, you might still be able to look toward uh, Caulfield tonight. Uh, you would think at some point, though, one of these uh, opportunities for him is going to find the, the back of the net. I certainly still think Alex Newhook in particular is the best value player prop right now for Montreal simply because he's been moved up to the top line. He did have two goals a few games ago when they faced Anaheim. Uh, so Alex Newhook playing with Gallagher and Nick Suzuki uh, on the top line uh, might be worth a look there as well for player props in that game. All right, we move along to the TNT national TV game for this Wednesday night, Detroit and New York. Uh, people that were hoping tonight would be the Red Wings debut of Patrick Kane going to be disappointed TNT might be a little disappointed too he is not going to make his Detroit debut tonight uh, we've got the Rangers minus 200 uh, home favorites in this game and the total six shaded to the under here in this one this was my weekly NHL article write up for Oddspedia uh, by the way which actually I should uh, post that because I haven't posted the link yet on, on social media but I will after the show I made a case for Detroit but man a lot of things have changed since then I mean you're not going to see Dylan Larkin. Kane's not going to make his debut. Uh, you've got an angry Rangers team. You've got, obviously, um, Adam Fox activated from the long-term injury reserve list. He'll be back uh, for this game. So, you know, I, it's just based on the pricing and the form that I've seen out of Detroit lately, which has been pretty good. Like, they've played really good hockey, Detroit. They're entering this game on a three-game win streak. They've played well. They've been scoring goals in bunches again. Their defensive play has stepped up. No question about that. And they played each other uh, earlier this month. It was 5-3 Rangers, but it was a very even game. It was 32-28 in shots. You know, if you look at it, Detroit didn't play a bad game that night. Um, you know, and now they're in revenge mode. You know, it's just that I don't like the Larkins out. I don't like that, you know, Adam Fox is out or that the Rangers are off a, a four-goal loss at home against the Buffalo Sabres. That being said, I do think the Rangers, there's a part of me, that the reason I kind of lean Detroit in the article is because I kind of think the Rangers are due for their hiccup. Okay, you're not going to cruise along. They're not going to go 15-4 and four in, the, in their next 19 games like they did in the first 19. You know, there's going to be some hiccups. There's going to be some regression. There's going to be a little bit of a bump in the road coming up for the New York Rangers. You know, you just are, you're, you're, you're not you're going to see too many instances of last year's Boston Bruins you know, where you just roll through the regular season without much adversity. And when I look at the form of the Detroit Red Wings, it's better form right now than a plus 170 underdog. So I'm going to stick to it and a couple sprinkles on Detroit here, plus 170, but nothing significant here uh, with uh, that 
Uh, what do you think here, Alex? Red Wings, Rangers. Yeah, the only thing I like here is both teams to score in the first period. Plus 165, that's a great number. I've been seeing mostly between 140 and 150. And like you said, I think Detroit could you know, definitely uh, give some punch back early. We've seen them show up early in games. Uh, lately, you know, like I said, it's been a team that's not necessarily streaking with first period overs, but they've definitely uh, have seen more pace and, and a much uh, kind of speedier starts to games. Like I said, with the Rangers coming off of, a, of a, a big loss, that's a team that I always like to back, especially early in a contest to show some momentum. So both teams to score plus 165 is a good number here. Maybe look for, uh, if we get a little bit of time early, grab a first period over in-game at a plus rest yeah. All right. First period, both teams to score. Yeah. The t- full game total, I'm not, 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 not anything significant for me on it. Uh, it could go either way, but the, I could see it, you know, one, one after the first and it settles down after that. Very possible. Just the Rangers, you know, you, you, when you look at the way the Buffalo game went, uh, they're going to have Adam Fox back. They do have Kako and Heedle, by the way, still out for them. You know, you just worry that tonight they really um, try to tighten things up a little bit as the game goes on. We'll see. Uh, and that's why, you know, as far as the total goes now, it did go over when they played uh, in back in the uh, early part of November in this building. It was five, three Rangers that night, uh, five, three Rangers win over the uh, Detroit Red Wings. And we saw who's so quick, though, that night. Keep that in mind. It was uh, it was John Quick night for the Rangers. It's just Sturkin versus Huso uh, here tonight for the uh, goaltending matchup. There are a couple props I like here, though. David Perron is the guy for Detroit right now. Keep an eye on him. He's streaky. He is a guy that scores his goals in bunches. He can go several games without one. Uh, and then all of a sudden he starts to heat up. And David Perron, especially now with Larkin out tonight for this game, uh, even more opportunity for him on the power play. Uh, he has goals in back-to-back games, three goals in the last two games for Detroit. So uh, I'm liking um, Dylan, uh, not Dylan, David Perron here for the uh, Detroit Red Wings here. I think his props, especially the goal prop, uh, might be a worth a look here tonight in this game. We've also got JT Comfer, who's moving on up to the uh, top line center spot. So look for uh, maybe some uh, prop value for him tonight, playing between Lucas Raymond and the cat, uh, Alex Debrinkit. And JT Comfer's really been on a great streak here for Detroit. Uh, over his last five, six, seven, eight, nine games, we've got uh, a total of 10, 11 points in the last 10 games for uh, JT Comfer. The majority of them assists. Only a couple of them goals, but uh, yeah, straight out of Comfer. He's got it rolling right now, at least with the assists in in, in particular for uh, Detroit. So let me see what that assist prop. This might be one where you could take point prop uh, at, at uh, minus 110. You could sprinkle on the goal prop plus 350, but I think primary look has to be assist prop for JT Comfer. Plus 160, he has been racking up the assists uh, for the Detroit Red Wings of late. Cop as well against his old team. I think he did score actually against New York when they played earlier this month. Uh, he play, he, Cop scored one of their goals against the Rangers. Again, former team. So, uh, Cop worth a look there. Uh, for the Rangers, you know, against uh, this Detroit team, if I'm going to look at uh, a couple players, it would be probably the surging Zabanajad, who's been good lately, uh, and probably Lafreniere take a chance with him as well. I think he is someone too that against Detroit got on. Oh, he didn't score, but he got an assist against uh, Detroit. So there's a couple uh, instances. Maybe Adam Fox back in the lineup. You take a shot with him, not just the point prop, but the assist prop uh, in particular uh, for uh, Adam Fox tonight. Minus 125 point prop, you know, minus 160 is a little too uh, pricey. Um, So maybe you take a shot that he gets two points. But 
Uh, if you're if you're okay with laying a minus one sixty price, I think the point prop for uh, Adam Fox might be a consideration here in this one as well. All right, final game, late night West Coast action: Washington Capitals taking on the LA Kings. Uh, I can't think of a worse matchup for Washington here. Uh, LA minus two twenty. Uh, home favorites, six being the uh, total uh, in this game. I'd actually lean under in this game, quite honestly, with the uh, total. Because, you know, if L- unless L.A. is going to do a bulk of the scoring, you know, it's hard to envision Washington chipping in. This is one of the best, and they've certainly been one of the best defensive teams for the last couple weeks, the L.A. Kings, against probably the worst, one of the worst offensive teams uh, in the NHL, the Washington Capitals, uh, who have cooled off, by the way, after that win streak. And the offense has gone completely dead as a doornail again uh, for Washington since that uh, shutout loss to Edmonton. Two straight losses to the Oilers and the Sharks after that win streak, and they've scored a grand total of just one goal uh, in the last two games. And it's not going to get much easier here against this LA Kings team that, remember early in the season, they were at home and they were not playing great and they were giving up a bunch of goals. Well, not anymore. Look at this impeccable run of defensive prowess by the uh, LA Kings. You go back their last nine games, shut out Philly, one goal allowed to Vegas. They had four in, against Pittsburgh in a tough spot off a very long trip on a back-to-back. And then after that, they got their D back, game back again to uh, against uh, Florida. They gave up just one goal. St. Louis, one goal. Arizona, one goal. Anaheim, two goals. And then a shutout against Montreal uh, over the weekend. So this is a team that's not given up a whole lot. I'm going to throw a curveball at everybody here, and I'm actually going to bet this. And you know I hate my unders. But I'm actually going to bet this here. How about Washington team total under two and a half in this game? How about that? I think that's not a bad way to go if you want to somehow, some way back L.A., you know, in some way, shape or form here in this game. I think that's not a bad way to go uh, here in this one, because especially if Cam Talbot's in that and he is the projected starting goalie, not confirmed yet. I might get a little cold feet on this if it's Copley, but as of right now, Talbot is expected to be a net. Kemper expected to start right now for uh, Washington. Um, but I just don't know if this team's capable of getting the three goals against L.A. You know, a Kings team that shut out Montreal, that only gave up two. You know, Basically, I'll say this right now. L.A. hasn't given up three goals to their opponent in five straight games coming into this one tonight. And now you've got a Washington team that scored just once against. It's not like Edmonton and San Jose are defensive juggernauts, for crying out loud. And here are the Capitals scoring just one goal. Uh, against those two teams combined. The Edmonton or the Washington power play is horrendous. It's been hideous this year. And they just happen to be up against an LA penalty kill that's given up just one power play goal in the last nine games. So the penalty kill for LA has been awesome. The Washington power play has been horrendous. So it's a matchup where where do the goals come from for Washington? Unless LA is completely fast asleep and totally loose defensively, which has not been the case lately. So I think if I were to bet anything in this game, side or total, it would be that. It would be a Washington team total under two and a half, which is around minus 110, minus 120 uh, with that. Alex, what do you think here? Capitals. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I'm staying away from the side and total because I'm looking at previous history. It says Washington plays well against LA, six and two the last eight. Like I said, this is by far the worst Capitals team we've seen in that stretch and one of the better, if not the best, Kings team we've seen in this current stretch. So, uh, you throw the history out. They said you definitely have to lean towards anything LA and, and everything anti Washington. But that's, a, that's an interesting look with a, a team total under. Like I said, something I don't normally play, but that's probably the only thing you could kind of look at that's more 
capital centric of anything. So I have a player prop here that I like that uh, we're going to talk about just a little bit. And it's, a, it's an intriguing twist on a top player. So uh, that's the only thing I'm going with is my bargain bit special coming up. All right, there we go. So Alex has a, a bargain bin special of the night lined up uh, for this uh, Wednesday card. And I'm just looking at series history. You're right, Washington, believe it or not, one, two, three, four, five, six, and two, the last eight meetings, uh, including a couple years ago, they won a couple in L.A. Um, and they actually won in L.A. two years ago, although last year in L.A., uh, the Kings beat them four to two uh, in March last season. And I should point out, too, even the game that Washington won in L.A., a couple seasons ago, they only scored two goals. It was a 2 nothing Washington shutout win. So actually, in the last two meetings in L.A., Washington has scored two goals in each meeting. So that would be good for the team total, definitely. And in the uh, full games, the full games, you're talking about five, let's see, five, one, and one to the under in the last seven. Yeah, yeah. So I like that. Uh, to, if, if this end, if, if, if this will be the last under I bet for a while again if this loses because I really legitimately, genuinely like this bet. But you know my luck with unders has been horrendous. Here's what you're doing. You take a half or, or whatever you're planning to do. I don't know how many units, but whatever you're planning to bet, take half of it and, and go under six now. Wait yeah. and hope for an early goal, and then you'll grab a seven and a half, and then maybe like the five minutes left, that seven and a half becomes plus money. Now you grab yeah. that under, and then you, you secured yourself with, with a better shot. Yeah, it's not a bad strategy. That's not a bad strategy at all. Uh, no question. Uh, but like I say, I like this. It makes sense. Washington offense is stagnant. Their power play is hurt. Like they haven't they haven't scored a power play goal in November. I'm pretty confident they have not scored a power play goal in November. That is unreal. That's unfathomable that a, that a team could go a whole calendar month and upwards of 10, 11 games without scoring a power play goal. That's where Washington is at right now uh, with the uh, man advantage. So. Uh, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, for me, the best approach here is that, that Capitals uh, team total under two and a half minus, even money, only minus 110, minus 120. So uh, reasonable price there as well. For props, I wouldn't be looking at Washington props, that's for sure. Uh, only uh, LA. And, you know, when you look at uh, their offense lately, uh, Perlo is uh, talking about Trevor Moore. It's hard to, hard to ignore it. Uh, four goals in the last three games multi-point games and three straight. Yeah, I think the over one and a half points probably is worth a shot. Like I say, you want those players that are really surging, uh, the multi-game uh, point streaks, and he is on that right now for the uh, LA Kings. You know what's funny? He's only minus one. He's dirt cheap to get one point, minus 120 in this game. But if you wanted to bump it up to one and a half, plus 320, might be worth a look. Two um, you know, points in three straight games uh, for uh, Trevor Moore. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Goal prop, assist prop, point prop, maybe even a little over one and a half points because he's gotten multi points in three straight. So nothing wrong with any of those. Nothing wrong with those. Well, we might as well go to the uh, next segment because that, that's my play. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There we go. I just gave it away. But... Great job, Perlo. No, Perlo, Perlo nailed it in the chat first. Yeah. So. Oh, yep. very well. Good. Very nice. Uh, good yep. stuff. Indeed. The only other one I might consider just because, you know, as long as he's getting those uh, opportunities with uh, Kopitar and Kempe on the top line for L.A., Quinton Byfield is just ne never, ever priced like those two. And he yeah. is actually, if you look at the last few games, two goals in the last four games, and he's got a point in three of the last four games. So my two favorite props by far for L.A. tonight, Trevor Moore, Quinton Byfield. Uh, no question. Uh, and both of them undervalued. Both of them starting to heat it up as well right now. 
uh, for the LA Kings. Great stuff from the chat. Hit the like button. We told you it would be a short show with just the uh, three games. We appreciate it. Uh, the BetCast was awesome last night. Uh, we appreciate you guys joining us very much. Uh, and uh, again, we've got, uh, we're going to iron out the YouTube family plan membership stuff, but don't forget the Patreon page is still there. Patreon.com slash ice guys. That's still there. Just $10 a month as well. And I, and the store, Alex, I'm sure you'll talk about yeah. that. Christmas is on the way. Get some merch right before the holiday season. Yes, five days left. You can get 15% off your order and free standard shipping, which is the perfect time to do this right now because with standard shipping, that means you are definitely insured at this moment, in this window, to get your gifts in time for Christmas. So don't miss out. 15% off and free standard shipping now until Sunday. That's at iceguys.myspreadshop.com. That's iceguys.myspreadshop.com. Yeah, I was just thinking all these players for Washington with their – you could, you know, what you you got to start doing until they show you they can capitalize with the power play is start stringing together some same game parlay under power play points props yep. for Washington players. Just take every Washington player under there, and that's what you should be doing, man. I, I might start watch them obviously score a goal tonight on the power <laughs> play because I'm ready to start doing that. But that's something I should start looking into uh, because this power play is getting to the point of historically bad for the Washington yeah. Capitals. So uh, same SGP of every Washington player that has their power play points posted, just take them all under, put them all in one parlay because they're not scoring any power play goals. So no one's going to get a point. So, yeah. you know, if they keep going over with the man advantage uh, every game, uh, there you go. That's that's going to be something I start to consider doing. No question. Should have been doing it a long time ago, quite honestly. All right. A bargain bin special of the night. Uh, we already kind of tipped it off, but Alex reiterate it for us. A bargain bin special from that LA game. Yeah, Trevor Moore over one and a half points. I got plus three twenty at points bet. Uh, like I said, he's just been on, on a hot run, especially as far as multi game or uh, multi point games uh, right now. So Trevor Moore plus three twenty over one and a half points. Just making that cut for the criteria of bargain bin special. All right, there we go, Trevor uh, Moore. Uh, over one and a half left. I mean, uh, certainly two two points now uh, in three straight games. Yeah, this is the NHL. So Washington, Barry Smith, they maybe they maybe they do show up tonight. LA is just asleep. That's that's what it's going to take probably. LA to play just a awful game, which they have not done for a long time now, uh, and uh, Washington to play, you know, uh, above their heads and Kemper to have a, a really good game, which he hasn't had too many of this year. Uh, no, I'm trying to see what's on out. The one thing I'm looking ahead now is LA does play Colorado next. That's not till the weekend, though. I don't know if I consider that a look ahead spot. That's still far enough away. That game's not till December 3rd. That's on Sunday. You know, you shouldn't be looking that far ahead uh, as far as uh, you know this uh, game contest with uh, Washington. But yeah, very very interested to see how this one goes uh, tonight with the uh, Capitals and the Kings. My uh, bargain bin special uh, for this game. It's a couple of uh, decent looks here for me. Uh, as far as that goes, but uh, I look at a couple uh, in, uh, you know, the LA game, uh, certainly the Detroit game. There's a couple that stand out as far as uh, player props go. But for me, uh, I'm going to go back to the, um, let me just see which uh, game it was that I was thinking. Oh yeah. Uh, it was uh, Detroit and the Rangers. Uh, and I am going to go with against his former team. He did score against them. Uh, in, earlier this month when they played at Madison Square Garden. We're going to go with Andrew Kopp, plus 490 for the uh, Detroit Red Wings. I like Perron as well, but Perron's not bargain bin price material. Um, and I like uh, Comfer as well, but more so assists. I think for a goal, Andrew Kopp, 
for the Detroit Red Wings tonight. And it also another thing to factor in with Kopp is because of the Larkin absence, he's now the second line center playing between Bergeron and uh, Fabry. There's another two that might be uh, undervalued too. Bergeron back in the lineup. Bergeron had 28 points last year and 15 goals with the Rangers. Don't sleep on Jonathan Bergeron. He's a very talented kid. Um, and uh, I think definitely playing with Kopp, you could see him chip in. Robbie Fabry, a healthy Robbie Fabry is a dangerous Robbie Fabry. I've said that over and over again. And he has two goals in the last three games. So that whole line, I think, is worth a look tonight. Kopp, Fabry, and Bergeron on the Detroit side. Uh, no question about that. So uh, I'm going to go with Kopp, though, plus 490 for uh, Detroit for my bargain bin special of the night. All right, best bets to wrap it up on this Wednesday edition of the Ice Guys. Alex, what do you like for best bet? Yeah, we're going to go with that Rangers, Red Wings, both teams to score in the first period, plus 165. That's a great number. Uh, I think we're going to see some good pace back and forth. That's better than the first period over, which is something we'll be looking for live. Uh, try and grab that at a plus price as well. But Rangers, Red Wings, both teams to score in the first period, plus 165. That's my Wednesday best bet. All right, there you go. Uh, liking it there. Uh, both teams to score first period. Red Wings and Rangers, uh, best bet for uh, Alex B. Smith in this one or in that game. All right, my best bet, I'm going to go to back to that first game uh, with Montreal-Columbus over 6.5, minus 110 is the best number you can get. Uh, three of the last four meetings have gone uh, over the total. Columbus has actually been trending over on their home ice lately, including the Boston game just recently. Montreal got into a slog against San Jose, shut out by an awesome L.A. team defensively that's been playing well. I think this is the game. You know, San Jose has been slowing games down lately. L.A. we know is a juggernaut right now in terms of defensive hockey and keeping the puck out. I think this is an opportunity for Montreal to kind of flex their uh, offense a little bit more now playing this Jackets team. I think we'll see enough goals both ways. So uh, Blue Jackets, Habs, over 6.5, minus 110 for uh, best bet. That'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone for joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. We appreciate it very much. Uh, a reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms. For Alex B. Smith, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Wednesday night. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will talk to you again tomorrow on Thursday for another edition of the Ice Guys. Mm -hmm.